If you're out on the road Feeling like you want a podcast <laughs> All you, you have, have to, to do, do is Type in drunk of the book And you'll find us <laughs> Where you leave <laughs> We will be there Anywhere That you, you want, want us to <laughs> Hey Olivia Hi Ashley Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club A podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters Cheers Cheers Clink <laughs> What are you drinking? Just wave it around I'm yeah. drinking a gin and tonic Looks like it What are you drinking? <laughs> this is tequila with some juice and sports drink <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're a real runner now. I'm a real runner. <laughs> um, this is immune support electrolyte beverage. Wow, you are just like replenishing as you drink. I love it. Hey, it is humid out here. <laughs> I am sweating a lot. I gotta replenish those electrolytes. <laughs> it is crucial. Well, it looks uh, like a tropical drink in your um, glass. Honestly, it's really good. (laughs) I wasn't sure. It was mostly that I didn't want to drink just straight tequila and juice, but I don't have, like, seltzer or anything right Mm -hmm. now. So I was like, we'll add this and see what happens, and I'm impressed. It looks good. Yeah. And now, yeah, like you said, I'm hydrating and drinking (laughs) at the same time, so. Okay. What did we read? (laughs) Well, we read... Crying in H Mart, a memoir by Michelle Zauner. You want to tell yes. us what it was about since your day was <laughs> yeah. very full of that? <laughs> so, I had mentioned to Ashley that I kept putting off reading this book because every time I opened it, it was very emotional. So, I read the entire thing today. And what essentially, an emotional last day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I literally was throwing this book crying. It was awful. But mm. not the book. The book was great. But it's, like you said, a memoir. It is the story of her mother. Uh, well, generally, it's the story of her mother becoming sick and the process of losing your mom and the memories that you have of growing up teenage years, the difficulties that mother-daughter or parent-child can go through, um, and the process of losing, and then grieving and trying to recover afterwards, broadly. Um, And crying in H-Mart, she is, uh, Michelle is half Korean, her mother was Korean, and so Mm -hmm. it kind of starts out with her in H-Mart, which is a Korean market, remembering sort of the recipes that her mother used to make, her struggling with her identity, um, in that losing her Korean side of the family, does that make her Korean anymore? Um, Mm -hmm. And trying to figure out how to carry on some of those recipes. Food is a big part of the book um, and a big part of that identity for her. Um, So overall, loss of mother, but also struggling with identity and culture and a lot of food. Yeah, that was a very good description. Um, I mean, I think you got everything. I think 
if you like, you know, modern music, you may also know her as, um... Japanese She's breakfast. not, like, the... Yeah, as Japanese Breakfast, but it's it's her band, like, it's not just her, right? But she's, yeah. like, the lead. Yeah. Like, she is the songwriter, I think, um, primarily. So... Yeah. You might know her as Japanese Breakfast or the lead of Japanese Breakfast, so... Some of it, too, I think I might describe as, like, a little bit of, like, how this, how she weaves in a little bit of, like, her own life story in terms of, like, coming of age and (laughs) figuring out how she's gonna become a, I mean, she becomes a musician in, I mean, she was always a musician, but she becomes a professional musician at the end. Um, of the book and so if you were like already a fan of her music you might be curious too just about like the music side of things so right and then some of it is like oh go ahead oh no that's kind of like the identity part also right in that yeah she grows up loving music learning how to play music learning how to write music and her mom not really pushing that side or supporting that side as much and um like learning how to balance that but yeah sorry keep going No, yeah, no, I was just gonna say, like, some people might, like, if you're a fan, you might be wanting to read it because you want more insight into the music. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm, like, really into a band, I want to know, like, everything about them. Yes. But I would warn big fans that there isn't, like, a lot about the band. Like, there is not a lot about the music. It's really Mm -hmm. much more focused on, like, her and her relationship with her mom and the grief. And I think something that's really interesting is, like, even if she wasn't a famous musician, I still think that this would be a book that is, like, needed to be written and would probably be published, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, Like, she's a great writer. On that note, I have a horrible habit of the books that we read not learning anything about them before <laughs> we read them. So I just saw that people were talking about this book, and I was like, great, let's do it, sure. <laughs> Then it gets to the section of her talking about music, and then she brings up my love, bright eyes, and then (laughs) she brings up opening for Maria Taylor, and I start having a little baby panic attack reading this, and then I was like, wait, who is this? And I looked at the back, (laughs) and I was like, wait, what? And I didn't realize that she was... Japanese breakfast, part of Japanese breakfast, whatever. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I've seen them live. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Oh, shoot. I didn't know that. I can't remember. I was trying to do research today, like, remembering what show it would have been. Because I know she's doing some shows, they are doing some shows with Bright Eyes on this tour. Mm. Um, So I was like, I can't remember if it was that they were supposed to open the last time I had tickets that was canceled, or if I've Uh, actually seen Japanese Breakfast before. Yeah. But, yeah, my little 30-year-old heart was having... (laughs) This book was very difficult to read for a lot of reasons, but then also Mm -hmm. I felt a kinship to that moment of, like, writing in your live journal... And then there was the one girl who would always quote Bright Eyes lyrics. And then she happened to open for Maria Taylor after doing open mic nights. The first open mic I ever did was a Maria Taylor song. Aww. And I not to 
don't worry, it's not my password anymore, but she talks about the song <laughs> Xanax in this book that Marie Taylor song, and my password forever was one Xanax one, like to my life <laughs> journal and everything. It was like oh that Marie Taylor song. So I was having like a lot of moments during that chapter. <laughs> well, um, yeah, she's like our age too. Like, yeah, this book is very much like of like the the teen culture, the young adult like twenties culture she was steeped in is like yeah. that's us. It's us. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting, but yeah. <laughs> If you are reading this for the history of the band and her musical life, you would get about 10% of that in this book. Maybe, like, give or take. But that part is interesting. Yes. I think you do learn a decent amount from it, but I would not read it with the intention of just learning the musical history of her. Yeah. Yeah, Um, totally. Yeah. But you read this a while ago. You had already finished it. Um, I didn't finish it that long ago. It took me a while to get into because I think, like you, I was like, actually, no, I'm lying. Initially, when I first started reading it, I was like right into it. But then Uh it got really sad. And so it took me, in like maybe the, maybe like the second quarter of it, I actually read pretty slowly because just like you knew what was gonna happen and it was just like really sad and so I kind of stretched that out because I just often wasn't like in a place for that and then I finished like the second half super quick so it's like I I read it super quickly at the beginning then it got like tough emotionally not that it was like easy emotionally in the second half but I think maybe just like me wanting to be in the right place to read it but Mm -hmm. then in the in the, in the second half when I, like, sped through it, it was just, I really thought her reading, or her writing was engaging. And mm-hmm. so, um, I couldn't put the book down, so I did yeah. end up finishing it very quickly. Yeah. Her writing style was very engaging, and I noticed, maybe it's because I read it all in one day that I noticed this, but there was a lot of repetition in the beginning and the end, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, sandwiching with the same ideas, and I, now I'm forgetting what they were, but... Um, one was maybe about some, like, words that she learned as a kid. One was maybe a recipe. Mm. Oh, one was the food. They talked about a dish, and I think it was her 25th birthday in the beginning. Mm -hmm. She was, and they Mm -hmm. made me this dish because you eat it on your birthday because they also serve it to mothers postpartum. Oh, yeah. And you eat it on your birthday to, like, celebrate your mother. yeah. And it's, like, the same paragraph is at the end of the book on her 26th birthday. Oh, of I her. didn't notice that. Yeah, and so there's some things that are, like, verbatim, almost, like, like in the mirrored. beginning. Of th- yeah, which I thought was kind of a cool... At first I was like, wait, didn't I just read this? But then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of a cool way to bookend this yeah. book. <laughs> you know, <laughs> adding stories. Yeah. Yes. It, it's like, yeah, life as it was before will continue to be life mm-hmm. as it is after. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly different, but continuing on. Yeah. Um, the parts that you were saying that are hard to get, it's tough. It was, yeah. I like, even though I did read it today, there was moments that I, I was putting it down. I was just crying. It was, mm-hmm. it was really hard. Um, yeah. But I would argue that it was hard from the beginning. Like, yeah. when she's in H Mart and she's talking about eating and she sees, 
a son and his mom sitting there, mm-hmm. and she's saying, like, I want to tell him to, like, be nice to his mom, to not take mm-hmm. advantage of these moments, and to be there. And she sees, like, an, I can't remember if that's in the beginning, she sees an older woman, and mm-hmm. she's saying, I can't help but be angry that she's still here, and my mom yes. is gone. Like, all yes. that stuff was just, like, that was the from the beginning, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. like, heartbreaking. It really was. I will say, I have lost a lot of people this year, so yeah, maybe it's a little bit, like, my perception's a little bit tainted. If you haven't lost a lot of people, maybe it wouldn't be quite as hard, so don't, don't 100% take my word for it, but if you have well, lost a lot of people, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, so this book, I've, for whatever reason, been seeing, like, a ton of people posting about it on social mm-hmm. media. Um, you know, sometimes I guess it's just everybody's reading the same book, but, um, like every single time I see somebody post about it, they are talking about how it's like, you're gonna cry when you read this book. And then even when I bought this at the bookstore, the woman who was selling it to me was like, this is such a good book. You're gonna cry. Like, it's just, I think, I mean, it's, it's heavy. So I think you, you're not, there's a lot, even if you, if you have like, experienced grief recently if you've experienced grief a long time ago if you've never experienced grief even um I think it's just like you know mother-daughter relationships are tough and she is not like describing the perfect mother-daughter relationship like it's very complicated and in fact I think she does a really good job of kind of bringing you along as a reader at the beginning um kind of feeling like her mom's being a bitch fuck her yeah. No offense, I feel bad yeah. saying that, but, um, yeah. and then as you go through, like, learning more about her mom, learning more about the relationship, learning more about, like, the ways that, you know, she showed love, just like she is discovering all of this, you know, just right. as she is, um, understanding, essentially, like, her mom's love language, and so I just felt like she did an excellent job of bringing you along as a reader through that experience, um, yeah. so, again, even if you... If you've never experienced grief, but you have complicated feelings about mothers, your mother, yeah. other people's mother, I mean, it's just, it's it's a tough book either way, you know? Yeah, totally. And I, I think that's a great point, too. And that's also part of why it's so, like, gut-wrenching at times, because part of it is just looking at relationships and looking at mm-hmm. how you view relationships, whether they are tough or whether they're easy, and yeah. how, at the end of the day, you're going to be looking back at these relationships and reliving some of these moments, mm-hmm. and considering, you know, maybe the mom was totally wrong and awful yeah. and did something terrible, and maybe I was also totally awful mm-hmm. and terrible, you know? Yeah. And how yeah. you're kind of forced to relive some of those moments, whether they're beautiful or dark. Um, mm-hmm. when it gets down to these last days. Um, but yeah. I think also what you said in that it makes, it helps her learn more about love too and her relationship with Pe- Peter. Peter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Peter. Um, and how, what does she say? I think she says like, it wasn't, until those moments where he was just there for her, mm-hmm. um, when he, like, drove to New York, that she realized, like, 
that's really love, you know, and that's really being there for someone. Oh, and her dad being there for her mom in the last days, even though it was not perfect and not ideal necessarily, that that's what being with someone for sickness and health and better or worse means and how she wanted to be that with somebody. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was beautiful. It was a great book. <laughs> I just Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> and she didn't shy away from, like, you know, things that are ugly or things that are less than flattering. Um, yeah. You know, I know. Her, herself and her parents. And I think that that's, like, really uh, authentic and honest because, I, you know, sometimes you read memoirs and you don't know, I don't know, you haven't lived somebody else's life, so you don't know how much it's sanitized. Sometimes you can tell, because it's just, like, too sanitized, but for this book, I mean, she got real. She got real. I know, there were moments where I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you told us that. (laughs) I know, I was was like, whoa. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, like, we always have, but when she's talking about the moment where her mom goes to hit her, Mm-hmm. And she realizes, like, I'm bigger than her. What is she going to do? Mm-hmm. And her dad is there, and the mom is yelling, like, hit her, hit her. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, why? Are yeah. I feel like I should not be hearing this part of the right. story. Yeah, but yeah. also, I feel very lucky that you are willing to share this with us because it is important to the story, and it's important to right. this memory of everything. Um, right. But yeah, she doesn't seem hold to back. hold back. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, we don't know everything, but... Yeah. yeah. And it's like, she's not making... I mean, I think... I know that there could be a tendency to either, like, write characters who are no longer alive as, like, all, you know, angelic or all, you know, demonic. Like, you're either... They were either, right. like, the most perfect person and you don't hear about anything negative or they were like the worst person and you don't hear about anything positive right and I think like her she's like really grappling with the the complication and the reality of like mm-hmm. her mom her mom yeah. her dad her family their relationships like it was it was not all one or the other there were times yeah. when I was like wow, her mom is awful, wow, her dad is awful, wow, she's awful. Yeah. And there were times when I'm like, wow, this is a beautiful relationship and so positive and, you know, it's so, I, I think she did, like, a fantastic job and, like, we were saying, like, really brought it, brought the reader in, you know, as much as we can tell, on right. some stuff that I think humanizes her and the story and her family mm-hmm. um, in this really raw sort of way. Yeah, Totally. Yeah, I mean, even the moments, gosh, I think that's part of why it was so gut-wrenching and sad, too. Not just the loss of your mom and the detail of that, but, like, the moments where she's having a hard time saying, like, is this going to be the end of my relationship with my father? Like, that, that's making me teary-eyed now. Like, what a... Yeah. That's something I never, I mean, I don't ever want to think about losing my parents, but... I can't imagine that being something that you're struggling with on top of losing a parent, thinking that, like, that's the only thing that's holding holding you to the other parent. Like, gosh, what a a tough thing. And they have moments, 
I love that they did the little vacation together afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they have moments in that vacation afterwards, too, where it seems like they just don't want to be with each other at all. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's just, like, heart-wrenching. It's so sad. Um, and it makes me grateful that, well, again, I don't want to think about losing my parents, but mm. I don't yeah. think I have a relationship with either of my parents where I would fear losing the other. Right. You know? Right. Um, right. You're not, like, meaty. You don't have a relationship that's mediated through the other one. Right, yeah. But, gosh, I mean... I think... I think she just... It feels very pure when -hmm. you're reading it. Like you've said. Like, it doesn't feel like she's necessarily holding back. It doesn't feel like she's embellishing Mm -hmm. necessarily. It just feels like it's written from the heart. This is a matter yeah. of fact. Like, this is what happened. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know if we've really read anything like that before that's felt... For the podcast, at least, it's felt that... Yeah. Kind of honest. I know. Like, the only other thing that really comes to mind for me is, like, hunger. Right. That's true. Yeah. But that's... That's a totally different, you know? But it's but different. That's the yeah. only thing that I remember us kind of really... Being like, whoa, this is, this is real, real, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna say my line, and that maybe now I want to read Hunger again. <laughs> <laughs> and compare, I did bring that with me to New York, so I did hold on to that one. <laughs> oh my god! But that's a good point, like, maybe that was the other one that felt really real. That's the know. only one that's immediately jumping to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really... I don't know if I've had such a visceral reaction to a book. Like, I was laying there, like, hitting the book on my bed reading mm-hmm. it. Like, I, it was, mm-hmm. like... It was tough. But I feel yeah. like that made it really special. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what am I doing hitting a book against a bed? <laughs> like, what is that? But it was, like, really reading it was, like felt like I was losing my own family, you know? It was right. so real and just, it was great. It was an experience. It wasn't yeah. just, like, a passive yeah. read. And, I mean, so many funny things, too, which, as you mentioned, like, sh- this is our age that I can relate mm-hmm. to when she was in Korea as a kid and someone goes up to her mom and hands a business card and she was like, I'm going to be a Korean star. And it's like, I remember being young and being like, and we've talked about this before, like hoping that you're discovered at the mall or whatever. And being like, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be on Nickelodeon or whatever. And like, just like hearing her version of that too. Like I can do it. I can be a Korean star. And she was like, you don't even wear a hat when I want you to wear a hat. When mommy tells you to put a hat on, you don't do it. And she's like, oh, you're right. Like when I look back on it, she was right or whatever. But yes. Like, there are moments like that that just feel really honest also that I enjoy. Yes. She's like, yeah, my mom, she knew me. (laughs) I thought I wanted that, but mm, no. No. I wouldn't have done well. (laughs) Yeah. I liked that a lot. Also, I just... Yeah. I felt really attacked when she was talking about LiveJournal and Maria Taylor and MySpace and, (laughs) and... I can't... 
Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And Karenos is my favorite <laughs> human in the world. And I was just like, oh, oh my god, it's why too. Why is this me? It's too close to home. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like why oh were my we? God. Why were we all the same fifteen-year-old? How is that possible? So dramatic, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So emotional. Yeah. <laughs> god. I am embarrassed, but, like, when she was talking about that song and the lyrics were in it, I was, like, singing it out loud. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I love this song. Like, yep, this book was definitely written with a particular audience in mind. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, not really, but it's it, it hits a particular audience yeah. in a certain way. Exactly. And I didn't even know that going into it. I was like, Wow. Okay. So, yeah. This is personal. I I heard about this book initially from my dad, I think, and then I saw, we talked about last time, we have a bunch of people we know who have read it. Yeah. But I have not had a chance to really talk to anybody about their experience of reading it yet. So, like, we should have had your dad on the podcast. I don't think he's read it, though. I think oh. he just heard about it, and he likes Japanese breakfast. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was like, you should read that. Because <laughs> that's how I, you sent me the photo, you're like, you sent me a screenshot of your dad saying, yeah. like, I should read this, so that's how I heard of it, too. Yeah. But yeah, we have a lot of friends that read it. Yeah, how come no one told heard... us? <laughs> yeah, exactly, no warnings. <laughs> Where were said... the warnings, people? No one said, hey, I read this book, and it absolutely ripped my heart out of my body. Yes. No one said anything. Well, the, the woman at the bookstore told me. <laughs> the w- man at the bookstore did not tell me. Well, can't get nothing from men, so. That's true. That's a really good point. <laughs> I will say, the food in here, like... I, a lot of it was, like, stuff that you and I don't eat because we're vegetarians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a lot of it was stuff I don't necessarily know. Like, I'm not very, like, well-versed in Korean food. Like, yeah. shame on me. Um, but it still made me, like, hungry. Like, the way that she writes about food. I w- Like, I want to see her write about something, like, plain. Like, I want to see how she would describe, like, a freaking, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Because... Right. The, it's, like, so discreet. Like, oh, the salt's, like, exploding in your yeah. mouth. And I'm just like, damn, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I know. I know a little bit about Korean food. I know a few Korean people who have taught me about Korean food. So yeah. I at least knew the words. Like, I haven't necessarily yeah. had it all because, obviously, vegetarian. I can't. But yeah, I knew a little bit about what she was talking about. But, yeah, I mean... Even the moments where she was like, yeah, with extra steamy broth. And I was like, I've never thought to order something with extra steamy broth. And that alone sounds amazing. <laughs> like I know. Just the way she talked about everything, even broth and soup. I was like, wow, what a genius idea. I'm going to do that. I know. <laughs> sounds so good. Yeah, she talked about it really well. And I, like, actually today, I was like, if it wasn't so hot and humid... I would probably go try to find some would have been a good brothy idea. soup today, but I'm like already sweating, so <laughs> it would be a bad well, call. 
I want to, like, I didn't, I kept on thinking as I was reading and then I just kept on forgetting. I want to go find that YouTuber she was describing. So when, like, she's trying to connect oh, yeah. with, like, her Korean culture and then her mom's friend, who's, mm-hmm. like, feeling a lot of ownership over her mom, refuses to okay, teach her or, how to make any food. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about this one. It's like. I know. I know. It's just like, fuck this bitch. But, yeah. um, then she finds that YouTuber and, like, she, like, is using the recipes yeah. to, like, help her mom, but also, like, help her. Anyways, I'm like, I want to find, I want to go, like. I know. Find her and make some of this food. It sounds, like, really fucking good. <laughs> I know. I want to do that, too. I also, okay, speaking of that friend, her name was Kay, right? Was it Kay? Yeah, Kay. Okay. Um, at the very end, I saw her side of it all. Like, when Kay goes gambling and gets drunk yeah. and she wins the TV and she leaves and she says, yeah. you guys are so selfish to the husband and daughter. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I kind of get it. Everybody is experiencing the loss right now. Like, she yeah. just also wants to be there for her friend. Yeah. And she is the one that is bringing that, like, Korean familiarity that her mom might want right now as she's totally sick and dying and they just can't let anyone else have any say in that. Which I also get. It's your mom. Yeah. It's your wife. Like, yeah. you want to be the ones there for her. But, like, when she said it and she said, you're so selfish, and at the end her mom was like, she had a good time. I was like, Oh, I see it. They're just friends that wanted to yeah. spend time together. Yeah. No, I get it. But, I was but so in the mad. beginning, I was like, I hate you. Like, why aren't you teaching her this food? Why aren't you, why weren't you letting her be there when you shaved her head? Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, Kay te- definitely, like, took on so much responsibility. Like, she took on so much care and was really, like, leading the whole process because, you know, Michelle and her dad were, like, grieving hardcore and were not in a place where they were very good at, like, managing. Yeah, they couldn't do it. But I also feel like maybe the description of Kay and, like, how she... Remember, she was supposed to stay for a while and then she decided to stay on. Like, yeah. I think that's a really good reminder for, like, caregivers in those positions where you are, like, able or need to take on that caregiving position. Like, how important it is to carve away time for yourself, to not take it all on to you, yeah. um, to balance it where you can because it really, it was just, like, too much for one person, you know? Of course, yeah. I mean, rough. I can't even imagine. But yeah. I can also understand why each of them individually would be feeling like, I have to be the one that handles this. Like, I'm in it now, I have to be the one. Also, I kind of, obviously this isn't something we can really know unless her dad Mm -hmm. wrote a book or her mom wrote a book, but I kind of wanted to know more about their relationship because yeah, like, there was little things that were mentioned occasionally, like uh, Michelle had briefly said, like, do you think he'll remarry? And she was like, yeah, probably another Asian woman. And it's mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, 
is that really how that relationship felt? Like, it seemed like the mm-hmm. story from earlier, they seemed so in love, and they met, and yeah. everything was great, but is that really how her mother felt? Mm-hmm. Or is that, like, a bitter thing that you say at the end, where you're just, like, angry at stuff, you know? Right, right. There's, I just really wanted to know some more of that I stuff. I did, too. And her dad obviously had a horrible life also, and... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... I am guilty of always thinking everybody's always queer, but I totally, like, had, I was like, okay, so she was mentioning how, like, the dad cheats on the mom, and, like, they're both, like, very explicitly, like, we don't have sex, which I thought was, like, interesting, kind of weird, and then the relationship that she had with Kay, and there were all these things, like, you'll never know, you'll never know, and I was just like, I wonder, but you know, I, I always think everybody's queer, so I'm like always reading it in when it isn't even there, but it definitely made me wonder about, not that you can't have, like, I don't mean to like wonder about whether or not the mom and Kay had like maybe a more romantic or sexual than just platonic relationship, because I don't mm-hmm. ever want to like assume or suggest that a platonic friendship isn't, like, fulfilling and meaningful and deep and, like, incredibly impactful and important to somebody's life. And, like, friendship romance isn't, like, as important as, like, sex romance. I don't mean that by any means. And so, like, I do feel a little bit, um, reticent to even bring up that kind of interpretation. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like there were weird, like, veiled commentaries, like, especially with Kay. And I I wish I had... Page number to point to. It just made me go, huh, interesting. that's interesting that you say that. I didn't have that read. What I was just thinking is that, like, American culture is very, like, friendship is platonic and friendship. And then you have romantic friendships. And a lot of other cultures really value friendships a lot more than, I think, white American cultures do. Um, yeah, definitely. And so that's kind of how I saw it, just like, oh, how beautiful is it that people can just have a really close friendship that's super valued? But yes. that's interesting that you say that. I just didn't really have that lens when reading it, but mm-hmm. I could see that also. I was yes. just thinking about, like, God, we don't value friendship here that much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and if we're going to talk about what what you'll never know or never understand about your mother, kind of also definitely speaks to, there's, there is this, she felt like there was always this barrier Mm -hmm. between her and her mom because, Mm -hmm. you know, she was not, she was not fully Korean in terms of like, I guess, blood, but also culture. Like, she wasn't raised in Korea in the same way that her mom was. She was there in her summers, you know. Yeah. It was different. She was the American. And, you know, really obviously speaks to, like, that nebulous space where it's like, you're not American enough to be American. You're not Korean enough to be Korean. So you're just somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, And that's difficult. And it's it's its own culture. In and of itself, and, you know, like, scholars have, you know, lots of really smart people have written a lot of things about this, but I think it's an interesting element that Kay, you know, was speaking to as well. It's like, you just, you can't, you can't know your mom and, like, 
her experiences and what she's been through and what her life is like, you're just so different. Right. And I think her mom even says that at some point, too. She says, you're not Korean, you're American. Yeah, right? she does. And yeah. It is tough having yeah. those different things. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of identity crisis going on in this book, though. For sure. Oh, yeah. I do remember one thing I was going to say, not related to that. But another similarity <laughs> is that she goes to an all-women's college. Oh, that's right. Yes. I was like, dang. I was... I was really hoping it, that she was going to be, like, a Mills woman that we didn't know about. But. I know. <laughs> I'm always hoping it's going to be a Mills woman that we didn't know about, but... I know. Um, yeah, no, but she's went to Bryn Mawr. Bryn Mawr. I wish I could roll my... That's how they say it. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Can you stop right now? Burrito, can you roll your arms? I apologize in advance. You're going to hear a lot of cat <laughs> running in the background. <laughs> well, you're going to hear, like, Ricky fucking licking in the background of my side of things. It's so. an animal-heavy episode. What can we say? Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say one thing. I, Peter wasn't a huge part of the book. But mm-hmm. I loved their relationship. Oh, yeah. And I loved I, I what peed he did. is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> and I peed. <laughs> I peed. Durr. No, Sorry, I, I loved what he was for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was, like, was really... like, damn, is Peter for real? Like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was above and beyond, for sure. But... I know. Even before... Like, I liked their relationship even before, like, yeah, she was, like, later on, she was, it comes up in the beginning and then later on where she's joking about, um, how she was in love with him forever and just waiting for mm-hmm. him to, like, yes, join her side. And he gets yes. that bad accident where he gets beaten up and he's in the hospital. Yeah. And how yeah. later they joked that she paid them to beat some sense into him. Because <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> he, like, sees the light and, like... Yeah, he's like, oh. her too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I just thought that that relationship is funny, and I like that. Yes. And yes. Yeah. I agree. I was just like, A, that's cute, and B, like, damn, talk about, like, a ride or die. That's, yeah. like, for sure. Peter is... Solid. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And they're solid, you know, they're really, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, Peter's the only thing holding them together, <laughs> yeah. and she fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he definitely pulls more than his weight in the relationship. But even, like, when she's like, we need to get married, and then she mm-hmm. realizes, like, okay, it's happening, she goes, it's okay, we can di- get divorced later. <laughs> He's like, we're not getting <laughs> divorced. Funny. She's like, I'm just that saying, cute. we they're can. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like their relationship. And they were young. I kind of yeah, forgot age range by the end of the book. It felt like so much time had passed. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, you yeah. just turned 25 or 26. I can't remember. I know. But I also thought that was really special that she wanted her mom to be there for that. Yeah. It sounds like it was... 
kind of magical, you know, like they yeah. were in the backyard and everybody was able to be there. Yeah. That was cool. It was sad, but it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved, I loved how, um, I was just like re-flipping through things before we started recording and I, um, glanced at, when she's talking about at the very end, when mm-hmm. she's going on tour, mm-hmm. um, and she's in Korea, and she's, she's talking about, like, how it's kind of, like, you know, it feels wrong how after her mom dies, all of this shit starts just going, like, wildly wonderful for her, like, yeah. you know, her band, and, you know, is going on tour, and she never thought she would be, like, literally on tour in, you know... Korea in her home, you know, right. her, her ancestral home nation. Anyways, um, and she describes how, like, she envisions her mom, like, with her foot on God's neck, just <laughs> like, if you're gonna take us away from each other, you better make it fucking worth it. <laughs> totally. It's so good. I know. Oh I my it. gosh, yeah. And... Honestly, that's fitting. Like, from what we read yeah. of the mother, like, yes. it makes sense. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, uh, I will say, the one thing, I don't know what just made me think of this, that I was shocked by, is also mm-hmm. towards the end, she says something about her dad, and she says, and he moves his thinning black hair out of his face. And I was like... <laughs> black hair (laughs) actually yes i also was like that is not what i was picturing for some reason that's not what i expected at all i I pictured like like a sort of burly blonde like mountain man yeah i did too (laughs) and i was like wait was there no description of him earlier and that's just what i imagined or was there a description i just picked a hair color that was blonde but when she said he How funny that thinning. we were picturing that too, though, yeah. like both of us were. I know. That's so weird. But yeah, when she said yeah. his thinning black hair, I was like, hold on. Who? Yeah. Who yeah. Also talking? thinning. I was not, I was picturing like a hairy dude. I was not picturing like somebody with thinning hair either. Yeah. I think she does a lot of description of her and her mom. Mm-hmm. And maybe she just didn't do much of her dad. Well, he doesn't have a black-haired personality. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) He definitely has, like, blonde or, like, strawberry blonde personality. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Like, nothing about that makes sense to me. Like, my brain... It makes sense to me. My brain cannot comprehend that that man... Went through that childhood, you know, went to Korea to work that job, just randomly took the job, and then, mm-hmm. like, lived in four different countries with his wife, and then came back to America, and has black hair. That just doesn't no. make sense. It's wrong. This isn't an he emo guy from color. 1999, or whatever. This is, like, <laughs> a dad. It doesn't make any sense. I know. You know, that is weird, but I also, like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but no, it's a no. Mm-mm. It's not him. <laughs> nope. I need to look up photos of all of them and see what her par- if there's photos of her parents, because yeah, I'm convinced she didn't describe him correct. She lied. <laughs> She's mistaken. That's where the lie in the story t- is. It's in describing <laughs> her father. 
Like, no. You got that wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. You were looking at the wrong guy your whole life. (laughs) That's not him. him. No wonder you had so many weird feelings when your mom passed. Because it's the wrong guy. You're talking about the wrong dude. It's weird. Who is he even? (laughs) Who is that guy? This guy. (laughs) He's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I have to find photos. Well, I accidentally picked clicked on, I started typing Michelle Zauner and I accidentally clicked Michelle Zauner husband. Oh. And yeah, what is he it? looks basically like I expected. Yeah. Can you see it all? Oh, that makes sense. That's fitting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, he does have black hair. this with like blonde or strawberry blonde hair yeah 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 yeah. i picture him that way but just different hair yeah hmm interesting well i'm glad we've got that (laughs) i will say i like that part in the book where her parents meet peter and they go to like a korean restaurant and oh yeah super pleased with everything he knows and she likes him mm-hmm. and then they decide to go to the spa place and his, yes. her dad is like I bet he doesn't I bet he flakes before and her mom is like I bet he doesn't and he just like goes into the spa and she's like money give me the hundred I loved that <laughs> yes I was like oh that's I great I love that oh can we also talk about <laughs> I kind of for some reason thought you would bring this up um, <laughs> now I don't want what? to. What? Now I don't want to. Um. Oh, no. The what? jokes they talk about that they have where they, like, do finger guns and they po- poke them in the butt. They're called, like, poop, <laughs> poop needles. And I was like, oh, what yeah. is this? And I was like, Ashley's going to bring up when I said you poked the dog in the butt. Ah! <laughs> And I sat there for a good 20 minutes today being like, but you wouldn't say on the butt, you say you poke them in the butt. <laughs> and I was like, no, I... but you, you said poke them in the butthole. I just really want to make clear that is where the case. So, listeners, Olivia one but time. you wouldn't say on. I literally had like said... a 10 minute discussion with my, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm telling them, I'm telling them. She said... Why was, why were we talking about this? Anyways, she was like, oh, dogs hate it when you poke them in the butthole. I always poked Carmine in the butthole with my toe. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you poking, why were you poking Carmine's butthole? Carmine, it was my childhood dog, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then second of all, Ricky did not mind being poked in the butthole. You recall, <laughs> didn't you try to like poke his butt with your toe? And he was just like, what? <laughs> I didn't care at all. Okay, but what I meant was when you like poked their butt, they always like tucked oh. their butt under. And I would always go, whoa. That is cute. When he would that do it. And so, but I feel like he. But was... you said butthole. <laughs> I think that was a drunken mistake. I didn't mean butthole. <laughs> I meant butt. <laughs> but I, well, 
Well, now I warn Ricky when he's being bad. I'm like, watch out. I'm going to poke in the butthole, Ricky. <laughs> like, go. He, like, he'll, like, not walk on the walk. He'll, like, plop his butt and be like, I'm not walking. But, like, you don't walk? I'm going to poke you in the butthole. <laughs> so, I think I get the poop needle. Like, honestly, like, if that spurs people to action, I, I feel like I would use that well, move. That's like, all right, watch out. If you don't hurry the fuck up, I'm going to poke you in the butthole. I was like, Ashley, I literally had a conversation with myself. I was like, Ashley's going to bring this up. She's going to say they're poking people in the butthole like you poked dogs. And I was and I was getting ready to be like, but what else do you say? You don't say poke on. You say poke in. Because if I, if I... It's true. I poke, poke in the butt. Yeah. I don't say I poke you on. In the butt? Poke your butt. Poke your butt. Now I've said the word poke too much. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a word anymore. Well, my favorite thing is that you're the one who brought this up. I know. (laughs) I totally forgot about it. (laughs) I failed. I messed up so bad today. (laughs) But I wanted to bring up the poop needle. What a weird name. (laughs) Yeah, the name is pretty horrifying. (laughs) But again, I'm wondering if that's like the literal translation you know, it's poop. Did you look it up online? Did you look up poop needle? No, but that's what she said was the translation. Like, she has it in there in Korean. I know. She said... But I'm wondering what happens when you... When you Google poop needle? needle? I'm gonna let you Google that. I'm not Googling poop needle. Oh, poop needle Korean. And, oh, Kim's Convenience, which I've, I've been, like, oh, meaning yeah. to watch that show. They t- so apparently it's mentioned on that show. Okay. Dong... Dong Chim, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, is the bizarre South Korean game where children are allowed to poke you in the bum. <laughs> it's a popular prank that involves using your index fingers to poke someone in between the bum cheeks with as much force as you can muster. <laughs> this is an article on the sun.com. <laughs> wow. I mean, I will say th- and yes. that I like when she's talking about it. She's like, but not in like an assault way. I was like, oh, okay. Thank you for the yeah. clarification. What? Yeah. She said, we just poked each other in the butthole. I was like, oh. It's no bag. Noted. Okay. Oh, wait. Wikipedia says concho. Concho? I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is a prank performed by clasping the hands together in the shape of an imaginary gun and attempting to poke an unsuspecting victim's anus. Yeah. Just makes it sound way worse. Often while explaining kanjo, it is a common prank among children in East Asian countries such as Japan. I oh, in Korea it's called dongchim. In China it is popular called something that I don't know if I can pronounce. I feel like that's literally how she explained it in here. You make the finger gun and you poke them in the anus. Yeah. In English-speaking countries, the prank is known as goosing. We have that prank? Goosing? Oh, like a goose head. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what it is? Like, I feel like this is something from the eighties, this is before our time. Yeah. Maybe so. Weird. But I feel like that goose made sense like a goose. You know. A goose beak. <laughs> I feel like I need to take a screenshot of you <laughs> making that little <laughs> pokey movement. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. We have, like, 
We should wrap we've up. We've derailed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Well. Okay. What rating would you give this? Oh, I think I rated it a five. Or how high does it go on Goodreads? I haven't rated it yet on Goodreads, but I would give it a five. Do do Goodreads. I give it a five. Yeah, yeah, I would give it a five as well. I'm glad we agree. And you would recommend it to somebody. I would, I would, but I think I'm going to probably pass this along to my dad because he was the one who originally right. mentioned it to me. I would let someone borrow this, but I would want it back. Ooh. Yeah. That's Because I think, I know I've said this before, I've stopped saying it, but I think when I may be in a healthier mindset, I would want to try and read it again. You know. I'm going to read it again. And I'm going to take notes. I said I stopped saying it because I don't do that. (laughs) But with this one, I think I would. Like, I don't know when I'll be in a healthier mindset to do that. But I'm sure that there's stuff. There was definitely sections that I had to skim over because I couldn't do it. Mm. So that's why I'm like, one day I would like to reread it. So that I can just get the details that I might have missed the first time. But I loved yeah. it. Highly recommend. Five out yes. of five. What are we reading next? Yes. New book by Seth Rogen. Perfect. And and other people can send us recommendations. Please do. Also, if you would like to be on our episode to talk about a book, mm-hmm. please let us yeah. know. Send us that DM, or email us, mm-hmm. or tweet us, or is that it? Instagram, email, Twitter. Yeah. All Drunk of the Book. Yep. At Drunk of the Book. And you can also go to our website at drunkofthebook.com. Mm-hmm. And... Or Spotify, Apple Music, Find us at Drunk YouTube. of the Book Club. Yep. Find us on YouTube, Drunk of the Book Club. Uh, cool. So wait, uh, anything else? Time in Drunk yeah, of the Book. And you'll find us. We will be anywhere that you want us to. 